Robert Kiyosaki said that in the future, the farmers would be driving the Lambos. The great calorie crunch is upon us in 2022, and there is money to be made from that great commodity right under your feet. The dirt. But have you ever wondered how farmers get funded? Well, no need to feel like you just tumbled off the onion cart to understand farm finance. You just need to know Ashley McDaniel of First South Farm Credit. Hop on the tractor with us. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And there aren't any seatbelts. It's all free to you, thanks to the generosity of our community partners. The team at Cypress Title has a great reputation for providing professional and efficient real estate closing services. They're cherished community partners with us here at Porch and Parish. Thanks to their support, we're able to facilitate today's candid conversation with First South Farm Credit's branch manager, Ashley McDaniel. Ashley, we know who you are, but why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners who may not know you? Okay. Where are you from and when did you land in Zachary? All right. Uh, my name is Ashley McDaniel. Like you said, I'm the branch manager at First South Farm Credit. I came to work at First South about five years ago here in Zachary. Uh, I live actually right down the road in Pride. How long have you lived in Pride? I've lived oh, in the central area since 2013. Mm-hmm. I originally hail from Brulee, Louisiana. Okay. On the west side of the river. Excellent. The right side of the river. My son's at a track meet over there. I think he is if his grades are still up today. But yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right. So there's a lot of farming activity in Brulee. Is that where you got the idea to go into farm So there's a lot of sugarcane in Brulee, which is one of our largest commodities that we have here in my office. I I never really had, I don't have a history in agriculture. I just kind of stumbled into it. My parents... About 15 years ago or more, actually, bought about, you know, 37 acres 37. In, in Addis. Nice. Financed it through Farm Credit. I went into their office one day to make a payment for mm-hmm. them, and they said, what are, you, what are you doing? Are you looking for a job? I was fresh out of college, and I had a job, but I did not like it. And they said, why don't you apply here? I said, okay, and the rest is kind of history. Farm credit is its own thing. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of our listeners are used to, quote unquote, normal banks. Right. right? Commercial (laughs) Uh, banks. Commercial banks. Yes. So the loans you offer aren't the type of loans you would typically think of. And rattling just a few off of your website, land, country home, poultry, crop production, livestock, timber, aquaculture, agribusiness, equipment, and land improvement. That's awesome. And the first thing that came to mind to me was your average family that wants a hunting camp or average family that wants to have a home by the water. Is that aquaculture? So aquaculture is going to be more like our our crawfishermen, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, people who raise farm raised catfish, that sort of thing. Certainly, if if you're, you know, just a regular guy, a regular family looking Mm -hmm. to have a place out in the country, that's definitely something that we can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, We like to concentrate on the larger acreage. Mm -hmm. What's large acreage? To me, that's like two acres. No, I would say like 10 acres or more. Okay. We kind of, you know, you talked about commercial banks earlier. We kind of don't step on their toes and Mm -hmm. they don't step on ours. So we kind of pick up where they leave off and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, a, lo- a lot of commercial banks typically don't lend on properties over 10 acres. Mm-hmm. We don't typically lend on properties under 10 acres. Okay. There is some crossover. We can do some of what they do mm-hmm. and vice versa, but we, we like to focus on the agriculture. So Got it. I like to say, you know, if you're standing on a piece of property and looking around and you think, man, this is country, then mm-hmm. that's something that we can do. Okay. So is harvesting a buck 
Agriculture? Harvesting a book. So we do some like high game fence Mm -hmm. land loans, but we take the real estate as collateral. Gotcha. So you're also a co-op. And from a real estate perspective, to me, this is extremely exciting. So I looked into this and I've heard you speak before. I can basically come and get a loan from you guys. And then I'm part of a co-op. Is that the same as being part of a co-op like a Demco where... I'm getting a dividend back somehow, or how yes. does that work? Yes. So when you get along with us, you're required to buy stock in our association. You become a member with voting rights. Typically, that that stock buy-in is a thousand dollars. Okay. You get that thousand dollars back when you pay us off. You're only allowed to have stock and be a member of our co-op if you do have a loan with us. But it does allow us to what we to pay what we call a patronage to our borrowers. It's it's similar to a dividend. Mm-hmm. We depend Depending on how we well we do as an association, the board votes on how much money will go back to our customers that year, mm-hmm. and it's prorated based off of the interest that you pay to us. That is not something that you can get at your average commercial bank, That's true. even though I'm drinking from a landmark mug right now, <laughs> and you've got no problem with that, right? I, I do not. You actually have some relation to Ben Cavan, right? I do. Yeah. Ben is my brother-in-law. Sweet. He's got a little interest in hunting, right? He does. Yeah, he hunts in Mississippi. He does. How much should the typical borrower tuck away for a down payment? Is Do y'all work off of a percentage, just like a normal piece of property? Like- we do, yes. Okay. Uh, the typical down payment for a large tract of land is going to be 15 to 20%. Okay. Our rates and terms uh, go up to 30 years. We can do 30-year fixed rate financing on land, okay. which is not something that you'll find at a commercial bank. So what if I wake up one day... And I've got a little bit of cash, enough cash to put on a down payment. And I want to be a chicken farmer. Do I have to have any experience whatsoever? Or can I just like, do I have to come to you with a business plan or is it just based on the down pay and the property is collateral? So we here here in the Zachary office in these surrounding areas, we don't have a whole lot of poultry. Mm-hmm. The majority of our poultry is in Mississippi because mm-hmm. First South is in Mississippi and Alabama as well. Um, so if you woke up tomorrow and wanted to be a chicken farmer, I would have to consult one of our loan officers in Mississippi on how to get started on that. Yeah. Uh, around here, we have more cattle, sugarcane, row crop loans mm-hmm. in, in agriculture than anything else. And of course, we do the timber investment property, recreational hunting property, that sort of thing. So look, there's this certain mystery to being a farmer. If you were not raised in a farm family, you're either in the circle of trust or out. So to that point, a lot, correction, most farm sales are never listed on the open market market. Is this because farmers get top dollar from other farmers or are they just mistrustful of city slickers? What are your thoughts on this? Because I don't feel like I'm in the circle. I think that you're on to something because I do believe you're right. A lot of the, the property that is farmed, row crop, if someone decides to sell it, it doesn't make it to the market. The farms, the farmers are a close-knit community. Mm-hmm. You know, they meet at the co-op. They talk. They they yeah. meet at equipment dealers. They talk. They all know each other. They all know each other's families. So if one of them is ever looking to get out, the majority of the time there's 
you know, a, a son that wants to step in and do what his dad was doing. If there's a case where there isn't one, it's usually offered to the other farmers in the surrounding area before hitting the market. So for true city slickers like me, I, I shop on acretrader.com, right? Mm-hmm. I've never done a syndicated deal, but what it is, is you can you can get a syndicated farm deal and invest a percentage into it as a silent investor. Would y'all loan on something like that? If y'all looked at the deal, it's an almond farm in California, let's say, uh, you like the fundamentals of the deal. Is that is that within your wheelhouse? I mean, it's something that we could look at, but my question to you would be, what would our collateral be? Can you share one of your favorite borrow success stories with us? A borrower success, borrower, yes. success story? <laughs> well, I've made... I've made quite a few loans to young farmers who are just beginning, just starting off. You know, they've got all these dreams of what they're going to find and what they're going to do. And, and, you know, to be a part of making that become a reality for them mm-hmm. is is great. Those people cherish what, what we've done for them and they stay in touch. I get pictures of them with their cows and remodeling their home and mm-hmm. they're getting married. They're having babies. It's just you know, that sort of thing. We have a lot of plant workers in Zachary mm-hmm. and uh, they, they're the backbone of this local economy uh, in many ways. What about a side hustle for a plant worker? Would this, is farming available to them at this level? Uh, a lot of them work little Debbie routes. They'll get uh, firefighter jobs in their off time. It's incredible how much these guys work mm-hmm. and girls. Is farming accessible to everyone? Yeah. A lot of my borrowers are plant workers. They do work in the plant. Uh, you know, they get these odd days off during the mm-hmm. week. They they work, you know, 12-hour days, but maybe less of them. Firefighters, they're the same thing. I've, I make a lot of loans to firefighters. Uh, they have a side hustle. They run a herd of cattle. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys love to hunt. So yeah. they, they want places out in the country to escape to. Yeah. What's your typical ROI on a farm? There is nothing typical about a farm. Aside from uh, commodity prices that, you know, we use an average, there's nothing typical about any one farm. There's nothing typical about, you know, one farmer. They, mm-hmm. they have many different fields of different crops. You know, what what they produce on each is different. It varies. You yeah. know, it could be a property right across the street. The tonnage of sugarcane it produces could be different than its neighboring property. Yeah. Uh, There's too many factors that go into it. Now that we've cultivated a feel for the work y'all are doing at First South Farm Credit, we're going to plow through the following questions with the lightning round. But first, a word about today's episode sponsor. Cypress Title is where service defines culture and an attorney always closes your loan. For all your closing needs, choose the team at Cypress Title. Email closings at cypresstitle.com to learn how their team of experienced title attorneys can help you. And we're back in action with the lightning round. As they say, there are only three things that can kill a farmer. Lightning, rolling over in a tractor, and old age. First things first, how do you take your coffee? I do not drink caffeine. What do you drink? <laughs> water. Just, just hit the bourbon? No. I drink water. Yeah, I've, I've been off of caffeine for about a year now. That's a novel thought. I know. I should try it someday. Is it going Except well chocolate. for you? chocolate. I still eat chocolate. I bet you're really pleasant around your coworkers. I try to be pleasant around everyone. I find that you are. <laughs> Next question. What's your favorite season in Louisiana? 
say if that were to exist? Summer. Okay, fair enough. I much you prefer just, to be hot than okay. cold. Yeah. You like being in a wet desert. Good. <laughs> if you could borrow $5 million from First South Farm Credit for anything you wanted, what would you use it for? Oh, my gosh. I would buy a ranch. If in this scenario I still live in Louisiana, it would have to be a ranch somewhere in Mississippi. Somewhere okay. within driving distance. Yeah. With a cabin. With a cabin. And a lake. Okay, what's on the ranch? What are you Are you cultivating anything? Uh, no, just for hunting and fishing. Okay. Awesome. Invite me. What are your kids plugged into? Ooh, okay. Let's see. My oldest, he's a jujitsuer, if that's a word. It uh, is now. And he likes to uh, lift weights. Okay. That's, that's his thing. Uh, my middle is an actress. She's in theater. Okay. Um, and the littlest just started T-ball. I don't know what she wants to do with her life yet. She's a no-limit soldier. <laughs> Love it. All right. The, the oldest, he lifts weights and he does jujitsu. Are yes. y'all afraid of him or can you still take him? No, in a fight? no, we can still take him. Nice. That's yeah. all that matters. You got to use that like old woman strength, right? Okay. <laughs> you just call me old. <laughs> Next question. Who grows the best tomato in Zachary? I do not eat tomatoes, uh, but... The loan officer that I work with uh, grows tomatoes outside of our office. And from what everyone else says, they're pretty good. Is that Russell Kent? It is. He sounds like Ron Swanson. Does he have a mustache? Who's Ron Swanson? From uh, Parks and Rec. I don't watch he like that. that. Does, he, does this guy build tables and stuff? No, he doesn't build tables. Does he eat onions raw? I don't think so. Scott Masterson, city inspector, claims he actually grows the finest tomato at his home across from Fenwood. Now, are you up for it? We need to have a great tomato off. Tomato Scott off. versus I Russell. I think so. Yes. I think we should. All right. Uh, and then we could also have your son come and, uh, like, kick Scott's butt or get you <laughs> jitsu just for fun. As long as he's not dressed like Santa. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, uh, we're going to reveal Santa's secret identity in the Zachary Parade. Uh, <laughs> at least this year, it was, uh, <laughs> it was Scott Masterson. <laughs> there are still more questions on the way, so let's make hay while the sun shines. It's time to take a crack at Would You Rather. All right, question one. Would you rather eat a scrambled egg from a carton at the store or eat an egg that was freshly laid 30 seconds ago freshly laid straight out of the chicken straight out of the chicken would you rather pilot a crop sprayer with no license or ability or operate a john deere x9 1100 recognized as the world's most powerful combine harvester with no experience john deere yeah yeah, yeah. do you actually have experience you have that look in your eyes. I have been on, yeah, I have been on a couple. They have autopilot now, so if you just press the right buttons, it'll do the work for you. Okay, cool. I'm all about that. Would you rather have to deliver a baby calf or walk over a skinny bridge with no railing at an alligator farm to get to your car and leave for work in the morning? I'm going to have to go with the baby cow. Okay. Have you ever I witnessed have, and it's the not pleasant. It's, it's not, not pleasant. pleasant. Yeah? yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. Did you help? Assisted? Yeah. Just a smidge? Okay. 
as Not little pleasant. as possible. <laughs> All right, Ashley, thank you. This was loads of fun. We need your help. We're always looking for fun new guests here on Porch and Parish, the podcast. And what better person to ask than a current guest? This is your chance to select a guest. You tell us who you would want to hear from on this podcast, and we'll do everything we can to get them behind the mic. We may even call them out on social. So who's it going to be? Before we find out, let's listen to one last word from today's episode sponsor. Cypress Title is a locally owned, full-service title company that closes commercial and residential real estate transactions. They have an office right here in Zachary, led by title attorneys Ricky McDavid, Lori Evans-Kishen, Billy Klein, and Shelby Patterson. For a seamless title and closing experience, choose Cypress Title. All right, Ashley, so who's it going to be? I think I'd like to call out Ricky McDavid from Cypress Title. I like your style. Yes, that would be very good. Ricky's got a great perspective. He does. He does. He helps me a lot. That's it for this episode of Porch and Parish, the podcast with Ashley McDaniel of First South Farm Credit. As they say on the farm, Ashley, if you tickle the earth with a hoe, she laughs with a harvest. Do they say that on the farm? They don't. (laughs) I looked it up and Google said yes. Thanks for joining us, (laughs) Ashley, and we'll see you around town. Thanks for having me, Mike.